0: Oh my God, oh hey, I'm gonna spell. my God. The Little Mermaid teaser trailer oh, came out this weekend. And I've watched it a thousand times, I think, already. <laughs> oh, what did you
1: think?
2: Yes, please. I Release want it to. tomorrow. I want to see it now. What? Is that? I am, you know, I'm a, a little different. I actually like it. I mean, her voice is fit for Disney, and I don't know why people are, like, in the uproar. They mad. But it's actually pretty good, even though I'm not into the kid movies. But if I have a kid or if I'm taking a kid to the movies, if if it's safe to still go to the movies, you know, if it's still <laughs> if it's still safe because you know what we're dealing with. But I think it's going to be now on streaming services that you can watch it at home. So it's it's really good, you know. She might have a bigger career than her sister. That's in my opinion. Now, who is that? That's Hallie Bailey from you-
0: Cool and Hallie. Really? Yeah, she's wow. amazing. And I can't wait. And I don't have any kids, but I'm going to be there at the movie theaters the day that this movie drops, like maybe yeah. in a little mermaid costume. I don't even know. I
1: might go that far because I am that fangirling over mm-hmm. it. Isn't I mean, the, I that that was, came out when I was a kid, the original, like the original Disney cartoon. So even if I did not have a kid, my ass would still be going to see this.
0: Okay. <laughs> I'll be there with my coconuts on. Welcome to the weekly show about art, politics, and pop culture from a phenomenally female perspective. I'm Sarah.
2: I'm Shantae.
0: I'm Eliane, and this is Unapologetically She. And welcome back to Unapologetically She. This is episode 18. We're in season two, episode two. What's up, ladies?
1: I'm here. (laughs) I am actually, I have a break today from from my family. Oh. It's it's kind of nice because yesterday, um was it yesterday and the day before, my husband had MMA fights that he was announcing. And then he had soccer games at UAlbany yesterday again. And then he's got them today, but our daughter went with him to do that because I had her like, like all like Thursday, Friday, Saturday was pretty much just me and her for the three days. And I needed a break. (laughs) And because yesterday she was, you know, we, we did mommy daughter nail time because it's self-care Saturday for me every week. And you know, because I had no help because the husband wasn't home. So I had to, you know, I incorporated her into everything and she did her own toenails. I did her fingernails. And when she did her toenails, um, thank goodness, it's children's nail polish because she got it all over our area rug. Oh, purple and blue all over our area rug. So when we're done recording today, I have to take the crosswave out and shampoo all that up. So, you know.
0: Talk about self-care Saturday.
1: That doesn't sound relaxing. No, no, it doesn't. You all, we almost had her as a special guest today. (laughs) Except not really because I wear my headphones and she wouldn't be able to hear anything anyway. But thank goodness she's not because now I don't have to hold my tongue.
0: (laughs) So Shante, what have you been up to this week?
2: Work, um, this short work week felt longer been expected my boss was out so well out on annual leave so everybody wants to book a meeting with her like she's michael coleon from (laughs) the godfather everybody (laughs) want to book i need to book a meeting with her i need to book a meeting with her and i'm just like i am not doing back-to-back meetings because my boss don't like back-to-back meetings because she wants to digress and read all her emails catch up with all her stuff and actually get the work done she said when you sit in meetings. All day, you don't get no work done, which is true. And I've seen it within my past couple months here. I'm like, y'all sitting all these meetings, y'all get y'all work done? Y'all let things fall under the cracks? mm But that was busy. And the new cycle for the last 48 to 72 hours has been a pain in the neck. Mm. But otherwise, me, I've been good. I chilled out a little bit yesterday. I cleaned my bath. Well, I cleaned my tub, my toilet, my sink. I stepped out for a little bit, got some, uh, what is it? Yeah, I re-up on some PPE mm-hmm. because, you know, I'm trying to protect myself out here. I'm mm-hmm. trying not to knock on wood. COVID. Mm-hmm. I just got my booster today
1: for COVID and my flu shot. I got them both today. How you mm-hmm. feeling?
2: Fine so far.
1: We'll see yeah. what happens tomorrow. I I'll let it. you
2: all know. I gotta um get my booster, which I think is towards the end of this month because I got a doctor's appointment. So I'm gonna let my boss know I gotta go get my booster. You want me alive? Come come to work. Gotta go get my booster. (laughs) (laughs) How was your
1: first week back to school, Helion? Oh, it felt like a longer week than
0: a short week should feel. (laughs) I agree with Shantae on that. I am tired. My body hurts. It was, you know, it was fun, but was a lot of just adjusting. I think my body really got used to relaxing all day and being on my feet for eight to 10 hours. My dogs were barking. <laughs> <laughs> and then Friday, um, a few coworkers and I, we went to the Yankee game because Derek Cheater <clears throat> was, was getting inducted into the Yankee Hall of Fame. Okay, okay, I, that's acceptable. Jeter's demand, I will not accept any Derek Cheater slander. Oh no, I love Jeter. I love Jeter. I hate the Yankees, but I love Jeter. So we actually walked from where our school is to the stadium. Because why not? Because I was already on my feet for 10. I was
2: walking across the bridge?
0: Yeah, we walked right across the bridge and went to the stadium, got our little collectibles,
1: had a good old time. You know what? Good week. I need to get tickets and come down to the city, Elyon. You and me, Yankees girl, because my Giants are having their season opener at Yankee Stadium next season. Ooh, we got to do that. That'll be fun. You show up wearing your Yankees jersey, I'll show up wearing my Giants jersey. We'll just be fucking people up, like confusing the shit out (laughs) of them.
2: At least least you're not going to get jumped. As long as you're not wearing a Red Sox jersey, you're all good. Oh, hell no. Hell no.
0: There was this one guy with a Red Sox jersey, and he made sure to stand near the security guard. (laughs) (laughs) well in my my defense at least at least
1: the Giants used to
0: be a New York team (laughs) this is true this is true
2: Red Sox no but the Red Sox (laughs) fans are disgustingly nasty because I went to school Mm -hmm. in Massachusetts I went to school in Brookline which is not too far from the Boston area and the way they used to give us looks because one time we just wore our Yankee stuff just to like piss them off (laughs) they got heated because Yankees is part of urban culture clothing so it's Yankees, uh, uh, no, a Yankee fitted, and some tims.
0: Oh yeah. I was wearing my jersey, my Yankee jersey.
2: I bought a hat, it
0: was really cute. The NY was sparkly pink.
1: I was like, this is for me. (laughs) Of course you have to wear sparkly pink, you have to. It's a requirement.
2: (laughs) But at the end of the day, to all the haters, mostly the Red Sox haters, (laughs) yeah, because they're haters, they are we have 27 championships. Nope. Nope.
1: Nope. And on next is-
2: note, ah. I'm
1: tracking my water. So you guys hear something in the background. Oh, okay. It's me tracking my water. So on uh,
0: that's a good segue. Sarah's drinking water. I'm drinking our drink of the week, which is what I call the end of summer punch, because I'm one of those annoying people that go technically summer isn't over. <laughs> till it's the 20th, uh, 21st. So we're technically still in summer. So the summer punch has blue curacao, which I still have a bottle from last season's uh <laughs> drinks of the me week. too. Me too. <laughs> um some Malibu rum and pineapple juice mixed up together and served over ice. It's delicious and refreshing, <laughs> even though it's <laughs> rainy and yucky outside. In my mind, I'm still at the beach. So
1: You know what? It gets rainy at the beach too. It gets rainy at the beach too, so there. That's
0: right, that is right. I'm enjoying this end of summer punch here. Um, So ladies, (laughs) one of my favorite new parts of the show, I have some burning questions. You know, they're always really difficult to answer. No, no, last week's was pretty easy. The fate of all humanity pretty much (laughs) rests on the answers to these burning questions. So I'm going to start with Sarah. Sarah, if you could start a new sport, what would it be? Now you actually ask me a hard question. (laughs) And it could be an activity that already exists, but that isn't considered a sport that you would want to be
1: a sport i'm gonna be a complete nerd and say debate what i'm gonna be a complete nerd and say debate oh debate as a sport yeah. make arguing a sport damn it
2: we would win we would we no would. sarah 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 would win because sarah you know the, all you gotta do is some nails and that face and them glasses But <laughs> like she's somebody's well she is somebody's mother what i'm just saying is like you know i was on the debate team and i was a state placer on the debate team, so.
1: Let's do it, let's get a uh, debate to the Olympics.
0: We'll have Sarah and Sarah as part of our delegation. There we go. <laughs> All right, Shantae. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Your turn. What time period would you travel to in a
2: time machine? I would travel to the 70s. Oh, why? I, I want hmm, hmm. It was a great time to be black.
0: Okay so much good music like entertainment content sport. Afro. like just everything the the fashions Ooh. soul train Ooh, that's a good answer yes let's go back to the 70s y'all
2: <laughs> and if just to give you context if I posted my parents celebrated their 46th wedding anniversary all oh, that they've been together for 47 years my gosh That wedding was not only so country, but it was so 70s. Like, you saw (laughs) my dad's tux? Yeah, that was so 70s. I was like, yes. (laughs) And then my mom, she straightened her hair for the day of her wedding. Like, why would you straighten your hair when it was going to get sweaty anyway? (laughs) Because my mom had a big afro. And I think I see the other picture with her with the big afro. Like, she was pregnant with my sister. That was like 78-ish because my sister was born in January of 79. So it was it was very 70. So yeah, I would like to live in that time period. I would fit in in that time period. You would.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I think, think so. You would, yeah. I think, I think so. so, for sure. Thank you, ladies, for those the answers to those burning questions. You
1: know what? We need to find a way to get me or Shante one of the, like, where you get the questions so we can ask you one. Because you oh, never, yeah. you never get to answer one. You know. For real, you don't. You dodge bullets. And I think you I Yeah, day. she dodges bullets. And it's just not fair to the rest of us. <laughs> all right, all right, all
0: right. <laughs> Next week, I will not be ask, asking the burning questions.
1: Well, no, you ask them. But me and Shantae want to find a question. Ooh, yeah, and
2: Sarah's going to be like, this is idea. This is what I'm going to ask Eliane.
1: <laughs> <laughs> ah! I'll be throwing Shantae
2: questions saying, which one should we ask her? Love it. <laughs> I'll be waiting. don't let it and don't let it be it the nastiest clear. and raunchiest one because you're gonna be no. Like, no you know I never care about answering anything raunchy. <laughs> Who's to say that Myron listens to these episodes? Like, did you say what you say? I'm like, <laughs> I, I said what
0: I said, mom. I said <laughs> what I said.
2: <laughs> yes, Mr. Clifton or Clinton. Clifton, is it Clifton? Yeah, Myron, yes, sir. Yeah. We said that <laughs> she said that shit i sure did <laughs> and i asked it <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh oh. i am
0: i am so ready for for shot and chaser this week i feel like the topics are gonna
1: mm-hmm. be lit 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 they are they are and um i think they're cool <laughs> i don't know i know somebody's gonna hit on it i'm not gonna give it away i think somebody's gonna hit on it so it's yeah I think I think somebody's going to be going off, and it's going to be great. Um, so we're going into Shot and Chaser, and every week we each pick a different topic. It can be anything from art, pop culture, politics, whatever hits us that week, and we talk about it. And the rest of the hosts give their responses on it. So um, this week, I guess I'm taking off according to the slide. Thank you, Marianne. Um this is what I've never done before. I've never popped into pop culture before. Yay. So that's what I'm doing this week. And it's um, it's not like a huge trending thing this week, but my reasons for this are purely selfish because I want you all to watch this so it gets renewed for a second season. And that would be The Sandman on Netflix. The Sandman is from the 1989, 1996 DC comics that Neil Gaiman wrote. They finally, finally made it into a series, finally. And it's amazing. I was skeptical, I was skeptical, but it is amazing. Um, It has, um, for anyone not aware, it basically, it basically catalogs the life of the endless. They are the siblings, dream, death, despair, desire, delirium, destiny, um, destruction. These are their names, they're all siblings. Um, but it basically catalogs a life of dream Morpheus in the realm of dreams and there's all kinds of sub stories and everything I'm not going to go into it but the thing that I love about it number one they did fantastic casting Tom Sturridge as Morpheus when I first saw him I was just like oh, I don't know. <laughs>
0: I'm very, I'm very picky about
1: my comic characters, especially when it's Neil Gaiman characters, um, but Tom Sturridge nails Morpheus, he is so perfect, but what I love the most about the series is the change in characters, um, it's, still the, it's still the characters from the comics, but you have <clears throat> Vivian um I cannot say her last name to save my life's life but I will just call her Miss Vivian who plays who plays Lucien, the library for dream oh, a black woman gosh. I love Lucien. she um Lucienne was a male a white male in the comics Ooh. so the fact that it's a black woman now portraying uh the dream world's librarian is fantastic um they cast Jenna Coleman as Joanna Constantine, or Constantine, who is John Constantine's relative, for those who follow the Constantine comics in the movies, anyway. Um, Lucifer, no longer a white male. Gwendoline Christie plays Lucifer. Yes, Brienne of Tarth. Yes, <laughs> and I love her. Um, Death is played by Kirby Howell-Baptiste, a black woman. So they've made all of these different changes. Um, They've got Unity Kincaid, played by a Black woman. Rose Walker, her descendant, Black woman. The best casting choice to me, the piece and resents. Are we talking about desire? We are talking about motherfucking desire. In the comic books, desire is very much a non-binary character. Right? They actually cast an actual non-binary character. Actor for that role, uh, Mason Alexander Park. They nail Desire. It's, they are perfect. They are perfect, and that's. I mean, and they've got other. They've got um, other voice actors: Mark Hamill, Sandra Oh, David Tennant, uh, James McAvoy—big names. But my big thing with it, with the pop culture references and everything, is just like they've modernized the comics from the 80s and the 90s, and mm-hmm. they've made it more diverse and they've brought more of these faces and this and is part of Marvels
2: it. or this is just- DC. DC, DC. Okay, there we go. Because when I thought about the same man, I thought about Spider-Man's villain, but my own ignorance, I apologize. No, 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 no. These are, they, they were actually written by Neil Gaiman. So it wasn't like DC
1: writers or anything. It was Neil Gaiman. And other than Wonder Woman, this is the best thing that DC Absolutely. has put out. This, that's it. Has saved DC in my opinion,
0: because uh, their movies have been really fucking whack
2: lately. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like the cartoons; the cartoons are, are are better to me. Like I was watching yeah. the Justice League Unlimited. Yeah. yeah,
0: no, you're right. The cartoons are doing better,
2: and and the CW shows
0: that are DC based they are they are much better than the movies as well. But this this series nailed it. I have never read. Um, the Sandman comics before. So everything was brand new to me. And so at first I was like, now why the hell they're going to go make death a Black woman, right? (laughs) Because you think about death and it's such a negative thing. But I didn't realize what the character of death in this series is really like. She's compassionate. It's, It's unbelievably, like, nice and warm and compassionate and and it's it's like this character death brings you to to the afterlife in such a nice affectionate protective way I've never looked at death that way before and it really left me being like oh my god Like that doesn't seem so scary anymore. And I know this is fiction and everything, but what a nice way to think of death as just Mm -hmm. somebody like a friend meeting you there to help you cross over is really what they did with it. And so then then I was like, in that case, the casting was absolutely fucking perfect. Mm -hmm. And for the haters that are like, the characters weren't written, these races or these genders, Neil himself had a hand in the casting for this particular series and he wanted to modernize his characters this is something mm-hmm. the author himself wanted so for the naysayers like just fuck off just enjoy something stop being a killjoy honestly exactly and you're
1: honestly getting pissed off at the casting over fictional characters right. this, come the this fuck fantasy, on, people like you you know
0: it, it's it's bizarre how you can imagine worlds with like Fucking talking death masters or and dream masters and you know flying unicorns and shit like that, but you can't fathom the fact that a character might be black. Like, holy shit, that's just that's a little too far out of the imagination. Mm-hmm. They need, people need to stop for real. Definitely but- need to watch. People, y'all need to watch. <laughs> it's so good. I agree with you. It, it was fantastic. Well, I'm glad you talked about this today.
1: Yay. And I like, and I also like it too, because each episode is I, there's only 10 episodes and then there's one bonus episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and the bonus episode was Dreams of a Thousand Cats and Calliope. Oh. Um, and for those who haven't read the comics and for those who, you know, for those who have, but haven't watched the series, each episode is one comic. It's one book. And okay. there's over, there's over 80 books. In oh the sorry, comic better series better bring back season two i can exactly wait. so y'all need to watch it so i can motherfucking have season two yes give me that that's all i have <laughs> shantae
2: what do you say <laughs> i need season two that's how i feel about the equalizer i can't wait for season three because the way it shit ended like that's like kobe kai i'm waiting for season five
1: Wow, that's on season five already. Wow,
2: that's crazy. Wow. So, what's your shot for the week, Miss uh, Shante? Yes, I'm taking the political route as always. So, because I'm saving the best one for my other colleague over here. So, RAG, along with the Manhattan DA, got that ass, Stephen Kevin Bannon to turn his motherfucking self in and they had a joint press conference both the manhattan da and both the uh, and the ag and i think they had a special prosecutor for this case correct me if i'm wrong i'm not sure because i think the da had like a special like investigator he had somebody else worked on this case too so it was great I'm glad he's facing like basically I think up to like I don't know like 10 years 25 years I'm not quite sure how many years he's facing up but it's 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 a hell of a case it's money laundering and basically lying to these MAGA people saying they're going to build a fucking wall he used that to basically pocket his own pockets so Mm -hmm. I'm glad you know something is sticking to his ass but of course you have the resistance you know the white liberals not just not progressives they ain't really saying much because they know when to shut the fuck up but you have the centrists and moderates the ones who's supposed to be you know the allies right the the allies talking shit still saying well d.a bragg doesn't get no praise but tish james does as much as i love my ag she acknowledged the partnership with D.A., Alvin Bragg. Like, they were both friends before, you know, the, before they even got in their careers and when they were in their careers. But i like to draw your attention to a particular um, do-something Twitter guy who got his likes off lying. His name is Tristan Snell, a former assistant attorney general Back in the Schneiderman days. So he was tweeting off a storm. I have so many screenshots because I was just so fucking mad. You Um, know, Shantee's always bringing those receipts. And because I'm I'm trying to find, you know what? It'd be easier if I find it on my Twitter page. All I got to do is Tristan Snail. I am Shanti Z. Because that's my name on Twitter, guys. And I know half of you have been following me. Don't hate follow. But um, this motherfucker had the caucasity to talk shit after all. And he had history of, of, of talking shit. So this is what he said on the 7th of April. Manhattan DA Bradley versus Corses announced that Trump criminal investigation remains ongoing and that there is no new evidence never think you voice your voice doesn't count he's an elected official and the public outcry was massive hold everyone accountable now keep in mind steve bannon's in custody and of course i post a picture and then he tweeted this this past week steve bannon will be indicted in new york state court thursday turning himself in charges are being brought by the manhattan da and are expected to parallel the federal charges for which Trump pardoned Bannon around the Build-A-Wall fraudulent scam. So you had to like reverse course, but you still ain't shit because I checked your your LinkedIn and you took him out, you prosecuted Trump, but y'all did a fucking settlement during the Trump university thing. So you did not prosecute him when you was the assistant attorney general. And let's keep in mind Alvin Bragg, I think three years later, was the assistant attorney general in the Schneiderman days before Schneiderman, you know, got the boot. So I don't know what kind of fucking analysis this fucking man is doing. But until you have a conviction, rate, Because he also talks shit about um, Merrick Garland, AG Merrick Garland. I would like Trista Snell to shut the fuck up. And if anybody got a problem with me coming at this white man, you can kiss my ass because I said what I said, because I don't like him. And I never had the, the um, urge to follow him because he fucking lies so much. You work for the assist, for the attorney general. Y'all had the Trump University case and you decided to fucking settle with him. But you want a conviction from the black AG and the black Manhattan attorney general and say they ain't got no, he ain't got no voice. Man, fuck you. Fuck everything about you. You ain't shit. I don't care about your your, your, your time at, at the at the New York State Attorney General's office. I don't care if you're on TV. I don't give a fuck. You haven't convicted shit. as far as I know, unless I'm wrong, but you did not convict Donald Trump. So you should have no room to say nothing. Well, <laughs> I, think, I, 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 I think she you just can, said everything. <laughs> you, you can check the LinkedIn profile. Like, he worked for what? The the former attorney general from 2011 to 2014. So there was no Trump conviction. And he did more egregious shit when he was a, a private citizen. Mm.
0: Well, you know how it is. Nobody wants to give Black women credit for their work,
2: Black people.
0: Yeah. But honestly, especially Black women, the way of course. That she has just had to put up with so much bullshit from the public at large. I mean, again, I said this last week, people expect justice to work like a law and order episode, and they need to like get out of that mentality. Mm-hmm. Just because you don't see everything that's happening along the way doesn't mean things aren't happening. And all of that takes work. And you're not gonna take the credit away from the people that have done the work. Like, you're not gonna, no, not today, my guy, not today. And, so,
2: and, and talking about, oh, the general public, general, general public has nothing to do with this fucking shit. This is a fucking shit they were investigating for months, for months. And I, I'm glad he got they,
0: arrested, fuck him. <laughs>
2: yep. And, 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 and I'm just like, and, and, and Eliane, you right. And I'm still, I'm still mad about how they treated her last year. No. Not even last year. It was like, what, nine months ago. Mm -hmm. Nine months ago. What kills me me is they want to,
1: they don't want to give credit for the work that she has actually done. And she's done a shit ton of work because she gets shit done, period. But then the next breath, they don't want to, they want, then they want to put something on her that she doesn't, have anything to do with. Right? It's right. like they want like they they won't give her credit for the things that she's actually done, but then they're sitting there demanding that she somehow bring criminal charges against Trump or Bannon or whoever. It's like she can't. The AG doesn't bring criminal cases. They're civil cases. So it's like they're expecting her to do things that are out of her purview. That's because they don't know what the fuck her purview is. People
0: always want to talk, 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 talk without knowing what the fuck they're talking about. And that's, that's the problem. <laughs> yep. One of the big problems that we're just having nowadays is that But mm-hmm. in the hey. media, right? They can talk and opine about all this shit that they really have no idea about.
2: And we could go on and on about how they got mad because she launched a campaign against a favorite candidate. But you know, their favorite candidate gotta do step it up and do better. She still gotta step her shit up. Like it's September. Like, yeah. You gotta win. You acting mm-hmm. like you resting on pretty. Like you can't be resting on pretty, you know, and, and expect people to show up. So that's why like they can like I say, he can shut the fuck up and 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 go eat some salad or something. Cause you talk too fucking much. Like he can all my eat fucking salad. <laughs> i gotta watch what i say because i'm so fucking mean that's, that's why like, that's is that the new thing like instead of sit instead of shut up and color it's go eat a salad i want to say go swallow a dick because he needs to oh. swallow one hey, yo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and on that note <laughs> I was talking about swallowing dicks Cause I know Elian's gonna be bringing something for us this week, right? Like, Cause Elian be swallowing dicks. What no, because I know you're gonna be telling people to swallow all the dicks this week. I know
0: they oh, can eat
1: a whole bag. Yes, feed them so, a bag. There was a few
0: things that I wanted to talk about today, but this this is something that cannot be left unsaid. As you all know, you may have heard um, Queen Elizabeth passed away uh, a couple days ago a few days ago. I don't know, I'm not keeping track if I'm going to be honest, okay? And and here's why I'm not necessarily keeping track of the date of the great queen elizabeth's passing, okay? Now, I want to start first and foremost by saying of course, condolences to the to the people who love her. Okay? We love Harry here and we know that he was very close his grandmother and so on that level purely sure i will send my good regards to harry beyond that i don't want anybody to expect anything from me in terms of rest in peace queen elizabeth or you know reverence to her reign and all that bs because i'm a colonized person and 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 mind you (laughs) my land is one of the few that england hasn't fucking colonized okay i was colonized by another two countries spain first and and then the united states let's be real okay and the things that (laughs) colonized people have to go through especially the countries that have been colonized by the united kingdom the atrocities that these people have faced because of the United Kingdom. Do not expect not any one of us to fucking care if Queen Elizabeth died. You know what? I might've gone outside and done a little dance in the rain, if I'm gonna be honest. Cause, you know, first of all, why are you shocked? The bitch is 96 years old, no, no shade to 96 year olds. But, You know, biology says that when you get to a certain age, you have a risk of dying because, you know, life expectancy is what it is. It's biology, people. She was older. She lived a good life for her, you know, with all the stolen jewels on her crowns and her fingers and her wrists. Okay. She lived it up. She lived a good fucking life. So do not expect me to fucking shed a tear over it. Okay. Do not tell colonized people how to feel about a colonizer. Do not shame colonized people for speaking up about the atrocities they have faced. We do not need to have quote unquote respect for the dead. Where the fuck was their respect for the living? Where was the colonizer's respect for the living? If you can answer that question to me and you can show me examples, then maybe I'll eat my words. But you know, odds are you're not gonna find a fucking example, okay? Because even recently, them taking their little Caribbean tours and going and tracing through Jamaica as if Jamaicans give a flying fuck about them. You need to said it. Like uh, enough. It's it, it is 2022. I am tired of pretending that things aren't what they are just to be respectful for some figurehead in a country that I've never fucking lived in. Why do I care? I do not need to care and you do not need to shame me for fucking caring and stop trying to tell people how to feel I am sick of that shit. I could go on and on for, for hours about this.
1: And Jamaica, Jamaica already started the process for becoming their own Republican, their own as, Republic, haven't as they? As they should. As they should. Yeah, as, absolutely. I'm, I'm going to share a little
0: interesting tidbit with you. There are only 22, 22 countries in the entire world that have not been colonized by... England. So on that note, I'm gonna say, don't fucking tell me to feel sorry. Oh, wah, 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 woo, 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 Tear, tear, tear about Queen Elizabeth dying. I don't give a fuck. And they can go either back and dicks.
2: Oh, and let's, and let's add on, cause we, I think we need to extend on this because you know, this been a new cycle for the last 72 hours. Don't tell black people to have grace, not only for Queen Elizabeth, but for the king, his side, I wanna say his whore and, um, and the new prince and that dry princess of Wales. Mm. Listen, just,
0: I- I'm so sick of the media. Y- you turn on the TV and it was just hours, straight hours of nonstop coverage, man. Do does, do the people in this country remember why the fuck we celebrate the Fourth of July? Because we fought for our independence from that fucking country. Like, hello, am I am I on crazy pills? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be
1: offensive. No, what no, you speak what of the me. fuck? Did My, people did, did people forget that the United States was colonized land? Like, they yeah.
0: Hello, I, I, man, I can't. So you want to go celebrate the 4th of July, but at the same time, cry about the monarch <laughs> from the country who we fought independence from. Like, I, I, I can't. You're going to be sad about that. We celebrate every year on the 4th of July because we got away from that country. So I really want you to just shut the fuck up about it.
2: Now, I just wanted people to stop telling me how to like have compassion for yeah. the whore and, yep. the new, um, <laughs> and, and the new Princess of Wales. And yes, I was tweeting like a motherfucker about Diane. Because let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. If you're from Harlem, right? If you're from New York, back in the 1980s, the late 80s, you knew New York was full of crime and drugs. It was crazy. It was a crazy time. I was born in 86, figure out the math. In 89, she came in like early 89 in the winter of 89. One of her stops was Harlem Hospital. If you watch the crown, you will know, but she didn't wear that dress. She wore a (laughs) different dress. They were inaccurate. (laughs) It was inaccurate because they even call out the inaccuracy. They did. And she talked with the doctor and she was like, Why these kids are so and so? Why are they not adopted? Because they are living with AIDS because their parents drug abuse. And because of their parents drug abuse back in the 80s, you can think, you know, white folks who keep voting for the same dumbass motherfuckers who puts us in shit like this, why we suffered in the 80s. And so she visited the kids and she looked at them and she hugged them without any protection. Right. Because remember, there was a stigma. That's why people didn't want to adopt the children living with AIDS. She hugged them and she said, it's okay. It was like, it was okay. And then her other stop was the Henry, the Henry Street Settlement. The settlement houses in New York back in the day, it was a place to house people that was, you know, homeless. Um, one of the few people, were, it was Jewish people when they came from Ellis Island and uh, also an Irish immigrants. I don't know why Irish Twitter was all acting stupid and shit when they use the settlement houses yeah. you know, to get by because they were the dirty white people last time I checked next to the Italians, but I digress. So she went and, um, and she visited the, the women's shelter and they were mostly black people and she was looking at the babies and then she visited also LGBTQ people during her time when she was the people's princess. So that's why I was tweeting about her like a motherfucker and I was like, Kate ain't got shit on her. And Beanie Man mm-hmm. was right. Alien. Y'all don't do shit. They don't do shit. So like, what is the point? And then you got nasty ass Pierce Morgan talking shit still. Like Megan won him. First of all, Megan didn't want you. You was too old for Megan. <laughs> you look older than your age. And you supposed to be how old? You look older than my parents. And my parents are a decade, over a decade older than you. And you look like that and you want what you call the titles to be stripped, their titles are never gonna be stripped. Charles don't want them problems. He don't want them problems. So all the stands of the whore, the, 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 the queen, whatever she is, the whore. Queen consort, yep, queen consort. Queen consort whore, the whore. Queen side piece. <laughs> queen whore, the whore and the new princess of Wales, the dry princess. Y'all can kiss my ass. Also, can people stop commenting that Camilla is the
1: first side piece to be queen consort? Anne Boleyn would like a word. Ah! Anne Boleyn and her chopped off head. (laughs) All of Henry VIII's wives and their chopped off heads, save Catherine of Aragon.
0: Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like I said, I could go on and on and on and on about this, but I think in a nutshell, I just want people and in particular white people who descend from colonizers to stop telling me how the fuck to feel about a colonizer.
2: hmm And Jeff Bezos, I, I'd like for you to shut the fuck up forever. Yeah.
1: Like, I can, like, I feel for Harry. That's like, like you, Elian. that's my biggest thing. I feel for Harry. You know, I know that he loved his grandmother. I know they were close um, from their, from his and Megan's accounts. He was, she was pretty much their only ally in their relationship, you know, but it's like, and I understand her historical impact and the times that she lived through. Like, I understand all that, but one, she's just a figurehead. She has no real power. Number two Everybody's forgetting the shit that she actually was part of. She supported fucking apartheid. Yeah, she sits
0: on a throne of lies and enslavement and colonization, and all the crown jewels are things stolen from other nations. So, Richard
2: Stingle made yeah. a great point, and all the white people are mad at Richard Stingle, the white guy. They're mad because the white guy basically said she oversaw apartheid.
1: Yeah. It's like, I think with all the coverage that's been coming out in our own news, our own news networks, the last few days, the only ones that I've really kind of like, like appreciated are Nicole Wallace and Lawrence O'Donnell, like the ones that I've heard, because they're the ones that are actually calling out apartheid, colonization. You know, they're not sitting there. Oh no, Ali
0: Velshi let them fucking. Well, see, see, I
1: I don't watch Ali Velshi. I know I like Sunday, Saturday, Sunday mornings. Like just yeah. that
2: I've personally heard. Those are the ones that I like because well, they're Ali calling Bessie. it out. Ali Veshi let that man have it. That historian, that historian have it. He was like, I'm from a colonized nation because remember, he's originally Egyptian, but he's, I think it's Kenya. Kenya. Yeah, from Kenya. He was and born his, in Kenya. Kenya, yeah. And then I think he was raised in Toronto, if I'm not mistaken. Like I think so.
1: Yeah. I mean, I do need to listen to Ali Veshi. Well but. again,
0: point of the story is stop telling colonized people how the fuck to feel mm-hmm. about colonizers. Yep. All right. So Shantae is gonna take us into our bitch ass and badass segment. Last week we gave you some nominees. We're about to
2: find out those results. So the nominees to reiterate you know, for bitch and badass of the week, for those who are just tuning in, bitch ass is basically the people that were acting pretty much, that had bitch assness to them, while our badasses of the week are people that are shown strength and humility and just kick ass, right? So our bitch ass of the week nominees was Governor Tate Reeves, you understand the reasons why, with the whole Mississippi thing, CNN being Trump-esque, and also the GOP for pearl clutching about student on debt cancellation. And with a whopping 43%, the winner is Governor Tate Reeves. governor hooked on phonics, governor need an English class, a governor that needs to, you know, take grammatical lessons, or I, I am messing up my words myself, but needs an English class because he's dumb. He needs to take a fucking class in human fucking decency too bad it's you piece of shit, shit. no nope. it's sad that he doesn't comprehend everything in his job because he can't read Just saying. well-deserved winner yes and for our badasses of the week our nominees is michael Bechla, the uh, historian on msnbc serena williams the goat and the white house social media and with the whopping 75% the winner is the greatest of all times, a.k.a. the GOAT, Miss Serena Williams. Yes, she deserved that win. Yes, yeah, she did. Definitely the
0: badass of last week. Like, just. And eating. walked out like a child. Oh. Yes, yeah, she did on her own damn volition, on her own terms. Nobody took her out. She walked away. Okay, thank you, motherfuckers. Mm, 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 mm. So that was last week's winners. And now we're going to reveal our nominees for the next Bitch Ass of the Week. So Shante, who's your nominee?
2: I almost forgot, but I will get back just in a minute. Y'all can say y'all, y'all people. Okay, Sarah, go ahead. Uh, mine is
1: for Bitch Ass of the Week is SCOTUS because of their bullshit ruling on Dobbs. Uh, which we are all familiar with now um but they're bit they're back in being for bitch ass of the week for that because three more states have had their trigger laws on abortion bans take effect uh. three more three more states this week Tennessee, Idaho, and Texas and of course Texas we already know there were fucking is pretty much a ban there anyway but Texas now is raising the penalty on abortion providers in the state. So they're raising the penalties on that. Um, Tennessee bans abortion from conception and uh, Idaho is also raising the penalty for for abortion providers. So there's three states this week that had their trigger laws go into effect and on the 15th, Indiana's trigger laws go into effect, banning abortion from conception. Fuck. fucking A. Yeah. ugh. From a party, from fucking justices in a party that cheered over a 10 year old girl needing to go over state lines to get an abortion because she was raped. 10 years old. So fuck these people and fuck SCOTUS. That's, mm.
0: well, I don't know how we're going to top that one, but my nominee for bitch ass of the week this week is a group of people. Royal apologists can Mm -hmm. kiss my ass for your bitch assness this, this week. And you know, the words that I've said previously, should suffice in explaining why I'm nominating them. But again, I'm going to reiterate, do not tell a colonized person how the fuck to feel about the colonizer. Thank you.
2: What do you got, Shantae? Who's your nominee? My nominee is Michael Santiago Brender. also known as Killer Mike. That's his name. I don't know why. the. That's his name, but that's his name. I love four. how she three names people.
1: That's oh, his God. name.
2: That's his birth name. Michael Santangelo Render, also known as Killer Mike. And the reason is, Killer Mike has been op for the last six years. Started with the Bernie chanting, not supporting Hillary Clinton. Three years later, four years later, he does the same shit. And then he's on the 80s bandwagon the fba bandwagon saying our vice president is not black yes he did he said that shit his little fat ass looking like a sack of laundry said that shit and then he called you know one of the highest respected black men in our government called him stupid a year ago and you're taking pictures with the ops. Like Brian Kemp. And Herschel Walker's linebacking, frog-looking ass. So you're taking pictures with the ops. And you fucking laughing and shit with them. And you don't take care of your apartments in Atlanta. Because you got oh. apartment buildings and shit.
0: Oh, just to throw some extra shit in there.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: So... Listeners, a quick roundup. Our nominees for bitch ass of the week this week are Royal Apologists, SCOTUS, and Killer mike Now, Sarah, who is your nominee for badass? Who, you know, we love to end with badass of the week because there are some people
1: out there just being amazing. So who are you nominating this week? I want to nominate whoever the fuck leaked the membership to the membership of the fucking oathkeepers. I, they like they get full props from me because the information that was compiled by the anti defamation Anti Defamation League found almost a hundred Republican lawmakers that are members of the Oath Keepers, several hundred law enforcement officials, first responders, firefighters that are members of the Oath Keepers over a hundred members of the military that are Oath Keepers. And this is some of them. You know, this is only some of them. So whoever leaked those membership rosters, they get Badass of the Week from me. Weed those motherfuckers out.
0: So Shantae, who was your
2: nominee for Badass? It's the New York Prosecutors. Of A.G., Letitia and James, and Manhattan DA, Alvin Bragg.
0: Shout out to our New York prosecutors. Y'all wish you could have them. <laughs> and that was a beautiful sight, watching Steve Bannon walk away in hand. That perp walk was thing I very much enjoyed
1: it. Hold on, let me take a sip to that. Mm. Y'all are sipping on, like, your nice drinks, and I'm like, I have my green tea. Uh-huh. I have wine.
0: <laughs> for for my nominee for badass this week i am nominating the beautiful the talented amazing hallie bailey for that kick-ass little mermaid trailer she killed it and i can't wait to see it so as roundup here are our badass of the week nominees hallie bailey new york prosecutors And whoever the hell leaked those old keeper names. (laughs) I love it. Cheers to you, whoever did that.
1: (laughs) For real. (laughs) Yeah, for real.
0: Well, ladies, thank you for another great episode. Everyone, please tune in to our episode next week. We are going to have an interview with the amazing Leisha Michelle to talk about her new book, The White Allies Handbook. That is something I'm really looking forward to. So please make sure you tune in. Make sure that you follow us on all of our socials at the t h e e joyful she, and please become a Patreon member so you can hear all the dirt we be spilling
1: after the show. Until next week, see you guys! Thank you for joining us for another episode of Unapologetically She. I'm Sarah. I'm Shante. I'm Eliane. You can find us on all social media platforms at the
2: t h e e joyful she. And it's because of listeners like you that we are able to share our thoughts on current events. Please support us on Patreon at The Joyful She.
1: We'll see you online.